The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Quirky Dog Podcast, inspired by some of the quirkiest dogs you can ever imagine and the owners who love them. This podcast is brought to you by the quirky couple themselves, Scott and Jess Williams. Their aim is to educate and entertain. Here's Scott and Jess. Here's Scott and Jess. Welcome, guys. Happy Wednesday. We're and so excited. Happy early Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're so excited. We're feeling so holiday-ish. And uh, Scott was having the scarecrow head smoke. I was hoping we didn't start a fire here. This dollar store material isn't very trusty. And Chrissy, our producer, made us all these great snacks. I'm so excited about the whole thing, sweetie. Happy holidays. Happy well, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Yeah. We're going to be meeting and, uh, all together I again was this year. And maybe it's great. We, maybe we can coax Jess into singing her oh, yeah. turkey song <laughs> yeah. from childhood, which yeah. I've heard for several years. And yeah. Maybe you, after break. It's catchy. Maybe after break. I was I was the star in the elementary school play. Is and it I don't the turkey song? What's it called? Um, uh, well, it's just the Thanksgiving song. Yeah. But maybe after break, I'll get going. But uh, yeah, it is... It is something that we're considering. I could, I could tell some Thanksgiving anecdotes if you'd like. <laughs> Not now. All right, let's start there? with the tip of the day. We are going to be talking about what to do, how to prepare for Thanksgiving, what to do with your dog, how to deal with your dog, Thanksgiving food, and everything else. But first, we're going to start with the tip of the day. Honk, honk. All right, the quirky tip of the day is if you're going to give your dog turkey, last year around this time, we had uh, Sarah Carson from the Super Collies on, and we said, give your dogs a piece of turkey as a treat. Like, that's our quirky tip. And if we had, you're going to do th- nine dogs pass away. No, we didn't. But if you are going to give turkey, make sure you don't give any turkey with bone. Cooked bone is bad for the dogs. If you feed raw, raw bone is okay. Cooked bone can splinter and be unsafe. So if you're going to give your dog some turkey this Thanksgiving, <clears throat> make sure it has no bone in it. I remember I gave my dog Loco, a, I just threw a whole turkey yeah, into I remember his that. Uh, pen, yeah. into his uh, dog run. And the next day, there was just a, a little nub of a carcass in there. <laughs> He just ate that thing. We started feeding raw. What do you think it was eight years ago, probably together? We started feeding raw probably around eight years ago, right after Thanksgiving. So we're going to be checking all the grocery stores again for cheap turkeys. The turkey that I threw into his run was uh, raw. Mm. That was when you get, you spend a hundred bucks at the grocery store, they give you a free turkey. Those days seem to be long gone. Yeah, no, that's that's not the world we live in anymore. All right, so what are some things that people should be considering? Now, ideally, um, or for the majority of people, I would assume, you didn't have a big gathering last year. And if you are having family and friends back this year, and you're hosting and you own a dog and you're a little bit stressed about it, we're going to give you guys some tips to consider and think about. So what comes to mind as far as dog management first and foremost? Well, I would say uh, manage your trash can. Your garbage, that's for sure, yes, because that's a uh, good we've one. had so many, uh, well, it's not so many, but we've had probably three or four clients whose dogs have been obstructed by um, corn cobs, mm-hmm. and that's something that there may be, people may be eating corn cobs, and also cooked bones and carcasses and that stuff you don't want your dogs to get access to. And your to. trash is just going to be smelling better. There's going to be more stuff in it than normal and everything else. So that is a good one. Um, be aware of your trash can. Another thing, Scott brings this up, and it is a good point. Bites go up around the holidays. Like bites go up when we're all getting together and we're all gathering and people are drinking and they're catching up. They haven't seen you know these friends and family for weeks or months maybe because of the pandemic. You got all your crazy relatives coming over. Yeah, and they you're focused on you. other things. Your your they attention bring their is crazy diverted. Kids. Yep. 
And, and your dog is like, holy crap. Too much what crazy for me. <laughs> crazy overload. So that's something to consider that if your dog has not had big groups of people over to the house for a while because you guys have been, you know, keeping things more within the family, then maybe consider crating your dog or consider giving your dog a bedroom that you're not putting the coats on the bed, not that same bedroom, but give your dog some of its own space. Even if your dog is perfectly well behaved, we could all use a little bit of a break. For Christ's sake, Scott has to have a break at his holidays with his own family all the time. He's going, I'm going to go out for a little walk. I'm going to do, like, it's fine. I need a break from you. It's just the two of us. <laughs> I do too. I can't. If you can tell me where I could get a break from him, that would be very helpful. But literally, like, the dogs, even if they're great, give them some downtime. Let them decompress a little bit. What I else? I agree. I agree. Uh, especially if you've had a dog that's only, you know, only had for a couple of years, because yeah. the majority of that time with the pandemic and the quarantine and didn't have a lot of exposure to yeah, people Yeah, this may and be stuff. the dog's first big event. That's a good point also. And yeah. as far as like kids and family kids and everything else, be an advocate for your dog. So like if your nieces and nephews or your neighbor's kids or what have you are a little bit out of control and the energy level is rising more than you think your dog can handle, intervene. Either step in and remove your dog from that situation or step up and be a big person and say, hey, like, this is too much for my dog. You need to tone it down a little bit. We need to be advocates for our dogs. When our dogs feel like they're having to make all these snap decisions and no one's in charge, that's when things can go south sometimes. Yeah, especially with the young kids that love dogs and uh, want to play with the dog. And, and the dog may be great loving, you know, the kids too. But it gets to a point where, you know, they have had enough and they get a little cranky and you just don't want to have any nipping or anything. Yeah, like no. That, and you the know? dogs, it's not fair to the dogs. They don't have to tolerate all this, and it's a lot of hoopla and everything else. So the trash is a good one. Um, when people come in, that is normally the time when things get a little bit more frenzied, a little bit more hectic. Maybe the dog wants to rush the door, anything else. Have a plan for that. If everyone's supposed to arrive at a certain time, maybe the dog's outside for that 15 minutes to a half an hour to everything else. Like, do a little preparation. Thanksgiving is so much about preparation, right? You can't make 15 dishes and cook them all the same day and be able to serve, you know, the meal by two o'clock in the afternoon. So while you're prepping for the food and the beverages and the cleaning and the table and everything else, prep for the dog a little bit. This is what it's like to own a dog. We have to do some prep. One thing, if, if you don't have a good recall on your dog, uh, you want to be careful about it. A lot of people are going to be coming in and uh, that are coming over and that front door is going to get left open and they're not going to understand about don't let the dog run out the front door. So you want to make sure that dog doesn't slip out. When We're in Scott's getting a little bit buzzy from his cigar face, so he's just going to repeat what I say. <laughs> Did you say the front yeah, door thing? That was my point. That well, you said... Point. Put the dog in the backyard, give him some time, everything else. Well, there's else. different Get reasons for that. There's different Get him reasons. away from that. If you have a dog that jumps on guests all, all the time, of that. you want yeah. to put him in the all backyard. All of the excitement. So, But if you have a really, you know... A, pretty well-behaved dog, but doesn't have a good recall. You don't want them to slip out that front door. Yeah. And manage, manage the dog. So there's not a big freaking, you know, tragedy or crisis or whatever. Now on Thanksgiving, that's the last thing anyone needs. All right, let's have a cookie. Cause all you're doing is puffing on this cigar. What is this, Chrissy? Um, I want Chrissy to tell us because Chrissy made this. It looks this. like a jellyfish or it's something. It's a jelly something. I'm excited. It's jello. What is this one, Chrissy? It's a jello that, shot. We call that a jelly slice back Is there any vodka in this? To us, jelly is jello. <laughs> no, there isn't. Although I did get told so that that's what I should be doing for the adults, uh -huh. making them jelly shot slices. Mm -hmm. So that's like a biscuit base, a nice creamy filling, and a jello, if you will, on top. Raspberry. So this is... Um, what do they call these? Jelly slice. And that's they, an Australian term. That's yeah. an Australian Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we don't do Thanksgiving. <laughs> but. 
but it's the Australian yeah. infusion to the American Thanksgiving. Exactly. This is excellent. Right. I, oh, oh, oh. It's so tasty. I haven't had Jello in quite a while. I know. We don't have Jello. Childhood memories. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to try another one after break. Chrissy's signature. But first, we're going to start talk a little bit. Excuse me. It's so good. About the different food items that the dogs can eat versus the dogs can't eat. So, yeah, we don't talk about, give them that. Yeah. Don't <laughs> give them the jelly thing. Did we talk about everything with management and stuff enough, do you think? Probably not. Yeah. We'll uh, probably drill that home a little bit more. If something else comes up, we'll, we'll circle and back. Again, but let's know, get to the fun the, stuff about, uh, like, how can we make the dogs Thanksgiving bowl? I just want to go back to the management again and just say, these are good reasons to keep your dog acclimated to a crate. A lot yes. of people get away from the crate because the dog isn't destructive. The dog mm-hmm. has, doesn't have potty training problems. And I tell people all the time, just keep your dog acclimated to it, accepting of it. So that if you do have company, something's up, you can always just say, hey, get in your crate, and they're happy to do it. Yeah. And if your dog doesn't like its crate, but you would like to use it for management, and for some reason you haven't actually gone out and done your shopping yet for Thanksgiving, ask the butcher if they have any marrow bones in the back. This isn't a big time for, you know, beef and marrow and everything else. If you give your dog a marrow bone that they can't swallow and that's raw and that's big enough that they can enjoy it, something like that may pacify them enough to just shut up for at least the two hours when you want to eat and all that. Yeah, because that's the problem when you, you know, you put the dog in another room because you're stressed about the dog's behavior. And then it's just barking in yeah. the air and slamming the door incessantly. Yeah, it's ruining which, everything. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So things that they can eat. Thanksgiving, we have a very eclectic Thanksgiving in our family. We make a lot of different dishes. And Scott's sister-in-law hosts it. And she has a very Italian-infused Thanksgiving. And it's super fun. But the traditional Thanksgiving dishes... You need to be careful of what you're giving your dog versus what you're not giving your dog. So we covered the turkey, cooked turkey, no bones in it, yada, yada, yada. Another thing that often comes to mind is like sweet potatoes, right? Like those root vegetables that we serve or squashes, butternut squash. All of that is really good for the dogs. So like that's a good way on a bland diet. Sometimes we'll introduce some of those types of things to firm a dog up, everything else. So not too much butter, not too much sugar, anything else, but just the squashes and the sweet potatoes themselves, they have a lot of good value for the what dogs. What about all the marshmallows on top? Can I eat the marshmallows? <laughs> that's the only part I, I make I a eat. dessert, I sweet eat potato, all the Thanksgiving. Off the top yeah, and that's then what give Scott the sweet does. To the dog. Anything that's going to have a lot of butter in it or a lot of fat in it or anything else, you want to be careful because you don't want to risk like a pancreatitis flare up. You may not even know that your dog gets pancreatitis flare ups until they get something like that. One time we gave Bammer a little um, puppuccino. When we took her to the, you know, chiropractor and for a massage and stuff, she was probably, you're going to have the signature without me? Continue talking. We're doing this together. There you go. Have another one. All right. So we gave her a puppuccino and she literally like had a full on bout of pancreatitis. And then looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, when I fed tripe, she probably had a little bit this, that, and the other thing. What did that look like? So be conscientious of that. What were the symptoms of that? Um, a lot of tummy upset, a lot of lethargy, um, some diarrhea, just th- and that that trigger being the pappuccino. So if you have sweet potatoes with a ton of butter in them, or you know dishes with a lot of fat in them, be conscientious of how much of that is going to the dogs. Even green beans, if the green beans aren't dressed real well, great side dish. Give them some with olive oil, a little bit of butter. But if they're just doused in butter, you don't want the dog like eating butter as though you're dipping the lobster into the butter. Kind a lot of, thing. of people don't give human food to their dogs anyway. I know, but the that. people that want to consider it for Thanksgiving. We're trying to show you the ropes of the right way to do it. Another thing that can be really good is um, pumpkin. Pumpkin is still very popular this time of year. So cooked pumpkin is probably preferable. The dog would like that more, but pumpkin is good. Nobody eats cooked pumpkin anyway. (laughs) Nobody eats cooked pumpkin. They all eat, it's all yams. 
but maybe, but if, if you're going to be serving pumpkin, then totally fine. C- consider that for the dog. They probably won't want the innards and the seeds and stuff. And then, you know, stuff like cheese and um, Scott had mentioned corn on the cob. I feel like for Thanksgiving, we normally just have sweet corn like in a bowl, but corn is fine. Again, though, look at your butter. Look at this fat. Look at all of these things. What are we actually giving the dog in addition to the food that we're giving it? So frankly, I mean, the l- less is more, right? So if it was me, I would just have a sweet potato that wasn't dressed and just turkey that didn't have a bunch of gravy on it and give my dog that. Just let's go the safe route. I agree. All right. You want to go to break? No. Let's continue on. <laughs> okay. Let's continue let's, on. Let's have Chrissy's signature before break because I know you've been wanting to go Sounds to it. That's good. This is the problem when he gets that fancy cigar so and what then is some this? sweets. A it's not butter, even like we're podcasting. Chocolate. What is in this? That is my caramel slice. So this is her signature. This is her lowest cow. Here. Oh, let's do, <laughs> I'll hand it to you like Definitely we do at the restaurants. The wow. Cow. That was like a vital <laughs> taking it. Jeez mm. Louise. Is it good? Do you want me to serve these too? Mm. He's really enjoying this today. All right, tell me what this is again, Chrissy. Sorry. That's a caramel slice. Mm -hmm. So it's my caramel is made with an ingredient that you guys don't have here, which we have in Australia called Mm. golden syrup. Oh my God. Which is very, it's it's thick like honey, almost like a dark corn syrup. You can taste it in the the base and the. And the biscuit base. Oh, I my mean, gosh. What is that? It's like, a, it's like a crust on the bottom. Huh? Yeah, that's. I make a biscuit base to go with it. But it's fully, uh, it's, it's flour, coconut, brown sugar. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love this. Almost if like, you guys are watching. It's almost like it the is, Greek This is amazing. Uh, I'm going to post a picture in Instagram stories later yeah. so you can see all of this because it's amazing. It's so good tasting. All right, let's go to break super quick. When we get back, maybe I'll even sing. Uh-oh. <laughs> Does your dog lack self-control? Are you looking for some answers? Would you like your dog to be calmer? Does your dog lack confidence? Canine MindShift. Enroll in a free course today. Simply go to caninemindshift.com. That's caninemindshift.com. <laughs> Scott just flinched. Scott just flinched when we were holding the sign. So we're that's, protesting. That's we're protesting. Yeah, that's what he said. Grateful, thankful, blessed. Mm-hmm. Grateful, thankful, blessed. <laughs> Grateful, thankful, br- <laughs> not breasts, can't blessed. Even, you can't even say it twice. <laughs> Mine says, fall is proof that change is beautiful. I got to tell you, moving to Maine, man, I go to the dollar store all the time. I love the shit the dollar store sells. I got these there. I got these little signs there. Happy Thanksgiving. We are doing our Thanksgiving episode. And for some reason, you're just tuning in now. We gave a lot of good management tips as far as how to deal with the dog and hopefully keep everybody safe and all the guests happy earlier. And now we're talking about what the dog can eat. And for those of you that are wondering, I'm smoking a Padron 1926. (laughs) Very tasty. Excellent cigar. Scott honestly watches like cigar videos on YouTube now. Like things have gone to a whole nother level. It's crazy. All right. So I feel like we should talk about this singing thing. So literally, Scott, this morning is like, you think you should sing the Thanksgiving song? But really, I do do this every year. So when I was in like, I don't know, third grade, fourth grade, maybe, for some reason, I always like was able to have these like really big roles in the plays. I have a terrible voice. I mean, Scott says I have the voice of an angel. voice of an angel. But I was very happy to get right on that stage and a microphone in front of all these people and just start belting it out. An A for enthusiasm. I'll give you that. (laughs) All right, so my godson likes this too, the, the pig squeaker. So the song goes, it's very oh, cute. you're going to do it live, eh? Oh, yeah, I'm going to do it live. Oh, let's go. So like, we can see if Are you ready for some turkey? Would you like to eat some pie? I'm feeling kind of perky. The food is really going to fly. And then it's like, 
I'm mashing the potatoes. I'm soaking up the yams. I never remember the verse, but it's like a real like kit and caboodle. And I got the, my godson calls me and sings it too. And it's a whole thing. So that's yeah. a Thanksgiving song. Uh, I'm feeling festive. 10 years in, Scott gets to hear it every Thanksgiving. Mm. Uh. <laughs> Voice of an angel. Tell him. Beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. All right. Things that your dogs can't have. This may be way more important than things that you can give your dogs because everybody wants to always give their dogs things. And, and this has all little to do with items. Thanksgiving, really. This well, yeah, just... but things that may be coming and may be served on Thanksgiving. So garlic. Garlic is um, a little bit controversial with dogs. We give garlic as a supplement. It's a springtime herb supplement. And uh, we give it for tick prevention. So we give like a scoop of it and everything else. Garlic on the clove and everything else, if, if a lot of it lives, can be toxic. If your dog lives, there'll be no ticks on them. Well, no, but that, that is designed for dogs. That's a product designed for dogs and given in a specific dose. If you just like throw a bunch of cloves in your dog's bowl with of garlic, that's not really a good way to go. Um, other things. What if things- it's uh, one of those, um, uh, what is it, a Lakota? What are those Italian dogs? What are they called? Legato. Legatos. They might like the... No. No? Okay. No garlic for them either. Okay. <laughs> if Scott spends a little too much time downstairs, then, <laughs> then we don't relate those, quite as well on the podcast because he's just chumming it with those, the boys. Those truffle hunters. All right. Um, another thing that can be an issue for dogs, especially raw, but even cooked. And like we give our dogs our morning eggs and everything else and they get some stuff here and there. But you want to be careful of large quantities, quantities of these things. So that's onions. Mm. So... Most dogs, I would assume, aren't going to go and freaking start chomping on a, you know, onion of any way, in any sort, especially if it's raw, but it can be toxic to dogs, so you want to be careful. What's some other things, honey, that can be a problem? Raisins are a big one. Raisins are a big uh, one, and they come up a lot. I've been building up my dog's tolerance to raisins for years. A little bit of raisin bagel here and there, Mm -hmm. you know. Scott did. Used to drive through Duncan every day with Jimmy and get a cinnamon raisin bagel. Once I found out about that practice, we squashed that. But he, he lived. He's strong. Oh, he's he's, he's made strong. It Bam ate a lot it of raisins. It affected his sperm count, though. I'll tell you oh, that much. Oh, stop it. Bam ate a lot of raisins. Um, and I say that because we had them collected recently. <laughs> Easy. The dog is fine. You don't have to throw him under the bus here on the freaking podcast. He, um, Bam. He, he just needs more practice. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bam ate um, some granola one time when we lived at the facility, had some raisins in it. We gave her hydrogen peroxide to make sure she puked it up. She only had had like six. Maybe she would have been okay. But raisins, especially if ingested in large amounts, those can be very toxic to the dogs. So be careful of that. Um, alcohol, obviously, like a lot of people drinking everything else. Dogs like alcohol. I mean, it's a thing. Some dogs think like, oh, the yeah. wine tastes good. The beer tastes good. This vodka tonic tastes good. Don't let dogs go and drink an entire <clears throat> alcoholic drink. It's going to be a bad ending to your Thanksgiving. And the vets are already pretty full. A, I think I was a dog in another life. Yeah. What? I like alcohol, too. You did. Large back in the quantities. day. You did. Back in the day. Um, caffeine can be an issue, you guys. So be careful of that. If you know, you're serving coffee after uh, dinner, don't let the dog go and drink someone's entire coffee. Ideally, the dog doesn't have this much access and freedom anyway. But still, just be thoughtful of these and things. You may have an uncle that's pouring beer in your dog's water bowl just to get a kick out of seeing him get well, a little bit tipsy. Well, that's the thing. And like p- people like give the dogs st- table scraps and stuff at the table, and you don't even necessarily know what they're getting. We had a client one time. She was so pissed. They were serving Bloody Marys um, at her like dad's house or something, and they had like skewers, right? And the 
a woman like took her skewer out and gave the dog the entire skewer. It had like bacon on it and stuff. And not only was the vodka there, but the dog ingested some of the skewer and she was super, super stressed. So you also want to be conscientious of that and thoughtful of that. Like, is your family member under the table giving your dog one of these items that, you know, they may not want or they may not be able to uh, digest safely? Sounds like that person may have had a some type of a disability. Giving <laughs> we, the dog. We a often skewer. think that about you also, <laughs> but somehow we make it through. And then I do want to mention while we're talking about all of these items, if you have stuffing, right? And oh, tell them about our oyster stuffing. That mm. was exciting for me. We had oyster stuffing last night. Uh, first time either one of us has ever yeah, had it. We made we it. Yeah, made it from scratch. Last it came out week, pretty good. Last week when we were volunteering, um, the ladies in the kitchen were all going around talking about their favorite dishes. And two of the five said oyster stuffing. And I never had it before. And I haven't eaten meat in over a decade. So I was like, oyster stuffing I could eat. So yeah, I liked it. I, it was more tasty than just the vegetarian stuffing for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, some people, that's a tradition in their Thanksgiving is that they always have oyster stuffing. I, I had never had it. That's not a tradition that my family ever no, had. No, not at all. But it was tasty. If you haven't tried it, I'd give it a try. So with that said, if you're making your own type of stuffing at home, which probably may not have oysters depending on where you live in the country and meat and all this other good stuff, there are onions in there. There is a lot of garlic and stuffing. So consider that when we're talking about these things peripherally, if a dish, when everything's all combined, same thing with mashed potatoes. White potatoes have way less nutritional value than sweet potatoes for dogs. But again, we're talking about the butter and the cream and everything else in there. So be conscious of these things. Be thoughtful of these things. And a little bit of moderation is fine, but don't be giving the dog a full plate like you're serving for the rest of the table. Obviously. Uh, Especially we don't you, know what is obvious this your day dog and age. Is on dogs are not. If your dog is on a straight kibble diet, anything can disrupt the apple cart there. So you want to be careful about what you give them. That's yeah. extra and outside of their everyday diet. Yeah. What are you most grateful for this year? I'm most grateful to be able to walk free out in this world and not be confined uh, I did actually have a Thanksgiving one year back in the early 80s that I spent in Sacramento County Jail because mm. of my poor behavior. drinking. Poor behavior. And uh, although it was a little bit comical, it was not the most pleasant <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> so Scott's, Scott's happy not to be behind bars on Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's the baseline there. And healthy <laughs> and with a beautiful woman. And it's so nice to be able to turn the heat up a little bit. 35 degrees this morning. Maybe it was cooler. A little bit chilly. Take a hot shower. I'm always grateful for the basics. Getting a little bit chilly. The very basics I am thrilled with. <laughs> and I think I always will be for the he rest does. of my he life. He always says, so nice to have a hot shower. He's an easy one to please. That's yeah. for sure. I'm well, grateful we... I'm not sleeping under an overpass in a tent somewhere like uh, well, so many people are. That's true. That is true. And if you know those that are less fortunate than yourselves, try to do a little something nice for them over this season. We're excited to have the holidays. Uh, we're for Thanksgiving. We're rolling right into Christmas. We're going Christmas tree shopping on Sunday. It's an exciting time. And we're grateful for you guys. Thank you for your support. And uh, thank you for watching and listening and supporting us and everything else. And uh, we are going to see you next week with a very special guest. Who are we having we're on? We're having uh, Noelle Nasca. We're doing a whole series. I'm excited about this. We're going to do a, a four-part series. Um, we're doing it with her and her female Malinois, Inga, that she just got. And we're going to do a progression over the first year of the puppy's life. So we're going to have that the first week of December and a lot more exciting stuff before the end of 2021. Have a great holiday, you guys. Have so much fun with your family and with your friends. Thank you so much to Chrissy. We're grateful for her, too. And in the meantime, keep it quirky. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you.
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.